Hey, how's it going, everyone? I'd like to welcome you to episode two of the Nominous Animation Podcast. First off, I'd like to apologize if I sound a bit tired. It's 2 a.m. and I've been animating all night. <laughs> uh, but I digress. Before I get started with my interview today, I, I'd like to talk to you about a few things first. One, about myself, and two, about Nominous Animation a little bit. So first off, my name's Anthony Gardea. And I graduated from an art school in Phoenix at the end of 2009. And uh, back then, when I graduated, I was like totally stoked for 2D animation. That's like my that was my focus. That's what I studied for. Uh, I I knew what the industry looked like, but I thought you know that was something I I, I could get work in because you know why not follow your dreams? But. <laughs> uh, when I graduated, you know, just having a 2D, 2D animation reel, it wasn't uh, something I could get work with. And it wasn't Flash 2D. I was actually doing keyframe, like full keyframe animation. Of course, I did it traditionally back then. Um, so after a while, you know, I realized I needed to do 3D because animation was the thing that I wanted to do. Eventually, you know, I... I as I sort of got my feet wet and I was getting better, I realized I really didn't want to do it. And uh, not being able to do what I really wanted to do, I kind of just didn't want to make art a, um, uh, a career choice. And so I took different avenues, which is a completely different other story, but sort of like burned five years of my life not doing art. Um... <laughs> uh, but at some point, I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't like the real world. I kind of want to be an artist again. Not that it, it, the environment was different. I just, I needed to pursue my calling. However, after I had, like, I, I moved to L.A., I got my first job. I kind of got things going. Um, but as, as time went on, I realized that the jobs that I was getting wasn't, they weren't jobs that I wanted to do. Um, I know that's a similar story for everybody, but ultimately I wanted to do 2D animation and um, it just isn't happening. Um, and of course, while I was out there, I met my, my wife and she was going through a, a, a similar crisis. And so she was doing work in the industry where she didn't feel like she's doing what she wanted to do. And we came to a conclusion that we needed to really like create our own content, make cartoons. That's what we wanted to do. And after weighing our options, we made some serious life decisions. Of course, we budgeted and planned, but we, but we did it. We're now in full motion with our cartoon making endeavor. That's not to say we haven't been before. <laughs> uh, I mean, we didn't just start this yesterday. Much money and time has been invested in our project. In fact, we have gone as far as moving away from Los Angeles to live cheaper in order to have the resources to create what we want. At the moment, we intend to launch our crowdfunding campaign in March. Uh, however, whether it's successful or not well, isn't going to stop us from continuing production on it. 
And uh, if you follow your follow our blog, you'll know what the what project I'm talking about. It's um, our animated series called World Destroyer. Right now, it's coming along great. At the moment, we're drawing close to finishing up the trailer, and uh, and it should come out around uh, well, hopefully the beginning of December, maybe. And um, it's going to be just over a minute and a half of footage. As far as Nominous Animation goes, um, that's the company in which we operate under. Basically, World Destroyer is a Nominous production. And the reason we went ahead and started a company is to be legally licensed in order to play employees because at some point we're going to need to hire artists and I don't want to get in trouble with Uncle Sam. But I don't want to bore you to death with all that legal mumbo-jumbo. Let's go ahead and uh, get on with the show. Today, uh, I'm going to be interviewing a friend of mine, Kelsey Ng. At the moment, she is a storyboard artist at DreamWorks, I'm sure. Well, at least when I recorded this, she was. But uh, she's pretty cool and a damn good artist. Well, here's our conversation, which probably also sounds really tired. Thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Of course. Um, I want to introduce yourself. I don't know. I'm going to do... I do the bumper separately. Uh, We'll edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. So, uh, yeah. I just wanted to ask, like, Mm -hmm. you've been working in the industry for, like, two years now, right? Yeah. Wow, two years. Uh, Were you, you, like, a big cartoon fan before you get in? Or were you just, like... Art <laughs> it's and... funny. Uh, I interned at Nickelodeon while I was at school, like my junior year, and I said I was interested. In... Oh, I probably shouldn't say this. I said I was interested in some cartoons, but okay. like uh, <laughs> no, I was mostly just obsessed with Korra. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, what, what school were you going to? Uh, Washington University in St. Louis. Uh, they have a fine arts and like illustration program, but I feel like they didn't. Uh, there was some foundation stuff that... So it's not specifically art? No. Well, their illustration track, I guess, would be, like, the closest to, yeah. like, animation. Is but that it... what you wanted? Yeah, but... So you wanted to be an artist? Yeah, I did. Well, okay. Yeah. I mean, what, what was the plan, though? Like, it was a cartoonist, right? Mm, I didn't know animation was a career. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Like, mm-hmm. fell upward. Yeah, I think uh, I was just, like, interning at a bunch of smaller companies in college like post-production houses and like marketing agencies but it wasn't really what I wanted to do and then I wanted to kind of shoot for a bigger company and I tried for Nickelodeon Uh, my friend Carter Maloof like was really helpful and she helped me like get my application through the door so so um like what were you trying to do before Mm, um oh before before animation happened um I don't know. Your life. I think no, it made my life so much better. I feel like I have learned a lot from working in the animation industry. But um, um, what was I trying to do? I think I just did like art editorial stuff. I helped run a student gallery on campus. Like I, I think I was kind of lost. Like I didn't really find what I wanted to do. Okay. Yeah. Were you a big cartoon fan growing up? Um. I really, yeah, I watched Saturday morning cartoons. Oh my god, Sailor Moon, Pokemon, okay. Gundam Wing. I uh, saw so you are completely fair, dude. Like, oh. No, no, I'm just saying, like, I'm not trying to be mean. No, it's just, I like I feel like, you're like, I'm not really into cartoons. I just started working in it. I think, oh, I think I was more, okay, so, like, 
like I mentioned, I worked at Nick, or Internet Nickelodeon. Like, one, so my first entrance into, like, the animation industry was, like, you know, they did Rugrats, and, like, right. it, it was that part of cartooning, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cool, but I'm more interested in, like, anime-style stuff. Okay. Yeah. So is that, like, is that why you weren't very, like, gung-ho about chasing after animation? Um, I think... Oh, maybe. I, I think I just didn't realize it was a career. Okay. Um, is that how you feel now? Like, are oh, you still more of an anime person? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> I, like, I shouldn't even get that from you at all. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think I talk about it or, like, it's not... I don't think anime is, like, a style that appears in my work, like, that specific yeah, style, but... I love Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Shampoo, like, okay. their story. And I was actually just listening to the Samurai Shampoo and Cowboy Bebop soundtrack at work today okay. and reading <laughs> right about Kano. I think she's the soundtrack. Uh, she, like, designed all the sound for Cowboy Bebop and all those things. She's, like, super famous. Oh, okay. Is she composing as well? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> uh, um, oh, that's cool. Uh, so, okay. You got internship at Nickelodeon. Yeah. And what happened after that? Or and how then, did that go? Um, go? It was really great. Um, <laughs> I was able to get, like, feed- it wasn't an uh, art internship, so I wasn't yeah. doing, like, drawing, production drawings, but I was um, I was helping out with some After Effects and Lightwave, which is kind of like my like, 3D program stuff with my awesome boss, Ernest Chan. And, uh, I was just able to show my work to a bunch of artists and get feedback on it. Like, stuff like, oh, you have to improve your perspective, like, your anatomy is off, and, like, like work on your lighting, and all those feedback I hadn't gotten before at my college, strangely mm-hmm. enough. And then, so I just, like, took the time, like, after I got the internship, I was like, oh, I gotta work on all this stuff, and I was, like, super excited. Yeah. I think I, like, gained all the enthusiasm. Cool. Yeah. So, Okay. Your internship ends. Oh, okay. Internship ends, and then I go back to school for a year. And did you I, stay out here in LA? No, I went back to uh, St. Louis because I actually didn't have a car, so okay. I didn't really explore that much in the area. So I, okay. I just like kind of knew Nickelodeon. I, actually, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. So okay. Um, but yeah, I go to I went to college in St. Louis. Uh, and wait, what was the question? Oh. <laughs> no, we're beginning to think about Oh, okay. But um, I think we were talking about what did you do afterwards? Oh, yeah. So I went back to college for a year and uh, did, like, what was supposed to be our senior thesis thing. I made a short comic book, but, it, I mean, it's nothing I would show anybody now. Okay. But I think the, like, the best thing about senior year was that I, like, went back, was motivated to learn more about, like, everything I learned at Nickelodeon, and then I applied to Motive Arty. I don't know if you've heard of that. Nope. Um, it's this artist mentorship program. It's really awesome. It's organized by, I forgot her name, Jackie Shu, I think that's her name. I forget. I'm not sure on the last name, but Jackie, she does like these paper cutout artwork, and uh, she uh, it's a mentorship program where people can apply, and they're mentored by a biz dev artist or storyboard artist in the industry for like a uh, I think is it like 12 sessions, something like that. Um, and I was mentored by Lane Hickman, who's a vis dev artist at DreamWorks. And even though like I, I feel like I wouldn't show what I made in the mentorship because I was still like very early on right. in my career, um, 
like it was so helpful just being able to get the feedback from uh was it like internship there. year no it was more like a skype thing gotcha so did I that w- lead to a job no 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 so you still went did you continue going to school sorry yeah yeah i right. went to this was in the middle of my senior year so after like during my senior year like i was like kind of formulating the idea like uh, i'm gonna go up to california to get a job how do i get a job i need to study more so I heard about Concept Design Academy, like, that's where you can take classes, so I, like, kind of figured out a class schedule for myself, and so after graduation, I moved, I went back home for, like, a week, and then I was like, see you guys, and I went to California, and I took classes. How did you make a living? Um, so I guess I was really lucky, uh, my mom and parents, like, they helped me in the beginning. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I don't think I could have done it without their help, um, but I... Like, I was really interested in the CDA classes, and, like, I would talk to the professors, and through that, I was able to get my first freelance gigs, and they actually paid really well for first freelance gigs. I was very surprised. Um, what were they? Uh, one, I worked for Patrick Ballesteros um, and doing animation for a app that's geared towards kids with uh, learning disabilities. It okay. was such a, it was a really great learning for, uh, experience, like, figuring out how to be a professional mm-hmm. and like doing it in voice and all those things. Um, and then another one was working with two bit circus. That's actually the job I got through Gary Meyer. Um, and he, uh, and then I was just like kind of doing freelance vis dev for a iPad app game about a robot, but that never got made, but I worked with these two really awesome, um, people and arts, two art center students there. And, we're like friends now, so it like led to more connections and more friends. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, was oh, there like a time gap or anything after? After, so after the freelance jobs, um, I think I was just continuously applying to jobs, getting kind of, and trying to do freelance work. I think it was, I was kind of bummed out because I've been working really hard. And I could tell my portfolio was like kind of getting to a point where, oh, this could be considered professional level, but I wasn't getting anywhere. But um, luckily, I stayed in touch with some people I interned with at Nickelodeon. And um, I heard that uh, one of my friend's shows was hiring a designer. So I applied and through her, I was able to start uh, as a background designer on a show at Nickelodeon. Oh, right now. What show is that? It was Breadwinners. It's a flash show. Everyone gotcha. worked on the show. It was really awesome. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. This show? Um, yeah. I think it didn't get renewed for season three, so it ended at season two. But I left, um, yeah, like during season one. No, okay. Maybe season two. I can't remember. Yeah. Crazy. Did you enjoy it? Um, it was a really good learning experience. I definitely got my perspective fundamentals down <laughs> there. Like for a while I had to revise uh, backgrounds that the overseas people in Canada were doing. Right. So uh, like they would do a background and then my director would be like, oh, like the perspective's wrong. He's a really big perspective guy. Yeah. So he would look at that and be like, oh, this is wrong. Like fix it. So I'd be doing that for okay. it was like a couple months. Yeah. Okay. And then um, I worked at... Uh, a studio called Wild Canary, and was they, that after? Yeah, um, and I did. Uh, was there a was there a wait? Um, oh, I I jumped from cool. the yeah. Breadwinners to the Miles from Tomorrowland show at Wild Canary, 
and uh, that was a 3D show, and it was really fun working on a kid's show. What uh, background design? Uh, it was like visual development, so like okay. characters and uh, backgrounds, lighting keys, props. Um, but I was only that on that for a short time, and then they went on hiatus, and I was able to get a revisionist position at DreamWorks TV um, on the Crude's TV show, so I did that. Uh, that lasted about a year. I learned so much from that job. Oh, I thought you were still there. Oh, yeah, but I switched to a biz dev position on Dragons, so oh, nice. I've been there for a couple months. Uh, I forgot to mention the backtrack. <laughs> Before yeah. the job in Nickelodeon, I was actually working at Wild Canary oh, okay. as doing freelance for Mucinex commercials, and that was okay. like really fun. Yeah. Right on. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're a DreamWorks fan. Yeah. How's that been? Um, it's great. Like, there's free food. There's uh, <laughs> there's an animation culture where um, you know, uh, so long as you know you get your work done and everyone's nice to each other. Um, yeah, it's a really great culture to work in. Although I find myself like we've been talking about earlier, like wanting to do something more than the studio, like just doing freelance work right. or um, like working on my own projects. Like I think that's where I invest the bulk of my energy now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right on. How's that going? I mean, like, how do you do that? Um, work-wise? It's yeah. hard because, like, I, I like having a personal life too, like hanging out with my boyfriend on the weekend. And in order to do that, that means I don't have that much weekend time, which, uh, like, having a whole day without interruption to yourself to work on something is invaluable when, like, you, like, Basically, my process when working is like, oh, fail, fail, fail. Oh, this looks good. <laughs> so, like, you need a lot of time to fail. Um, so, I've been working mostly, like, after work. I just go home and I work till maybe, like, 11 or, like, yeah. And that's been really rejuvenating for me. What are you working on right now? Um, what am I working on? I just, I have, like, two different things that I like to work on. Like, I like to do personal paintings for myself. Uh, just, like, oh, maybe something that's happened to my life or something I'm inspired by. Like, me and my boyfriend, we went to see fireworks on July 4th, so I just painted that. And then, um, let's see, and then I have this project. Uh, there's this kind of Shiba Knight character. Uh, <laughs> it's a... Yeah, it's a dog that, and he has a lot of friends that are dogs, and they're like they're kind of part of the order of the tennis ball. <laughs> and they, uh, it's a medieval world with cats that do med- that are mages, and like I'm just trying to develop that world in my free time too. Please don't make the cats <laughs> No, they're not okay, actually. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, sweet. So, uh, is there a place where anyone can see this? Mm, I have this on my Tumblr and uh, my Instagram, so yeah. And the Tumblr is godoodlego.tumblr.com, and the Instagram is kelseyang32. Um, and yeah, I love Instagram. I recently, I haven't been using it a lot, yeah. but I started using it, and the community on there is amazing. Like you just post something, and people respond. Whereas, like, I, I love Tumblr, too, but sometimes it felt like I was, like, kind of posting and, like, only five people would respond. <laughs> uh, okay. I want to close that. <laughs> oh, okay. It seems like it's distracting. Yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, that's cool. And I guess sort of, like, mm-hmm. just go down 
you've done with it. Uh, anything you're particularly interested in? Anything get you excited and inspired? Oh, like that I've done in the past or that I'm looking no, forward to? No, anything like art right now is inspiring. So oh. I for like me and Dex, mm-hmm. that's... I think that's kind of like that well sort of trying up sort of. Oh no! Oh. I mean, I'm like every now and then stuff like excites us, but I feel like, and I see this with a lot of artists as they kind of, as life goes on, mm-hmm. it's like hitting that sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you need to be reminded why you you're even doing it. Oh you yeah, totally. It's really easy to get down on yourself and like kind of like stuck. In it's not so much like I don't want to do it. I just want to like see something that like oh, reminds me that like. Yeah, that's why I want to do this. Mm-hmm. That's why I want to make cool for me. It's like an animated cartoons, but mm-hmm. oh. uh, for you, like I guess I don't know what kind of art. Oh. I used, to, used to do like anime. Oh, I don't know. there's a ton of stuff. Like it's weird. I haven't. I actually didn't watch Cowboy Bebop until like a couple, like maybe a couple months ago. So oh, for real? so it's like new oh, yeah. to me. <laughs> no, that's cool. And then um, uh, there's a bunch of French artists that I really love. Like I don't know if I'm saying their names right, but Auréline Predal and Bibian Mintz. I don't know if his name is Mense, but the, and, um... Are they contemporary? Remy Samon. Yeah, they're really young. They're probably my age. Oh, okay. <laughs> but they're amazing. They, like, worked on Moon, and they worked on The Little Prince. Uh, Vivian does comics. And, um, see, there's also this artist called Zhao Dao in China. I think it's her. Her work is amazing. And there's the line animation in the UK and they I don't remember the exact name of the short but it's like super rabbit the main character was like a kind of futuristic 90s robot no not robot uh, rabbit samurai and like they just did a small pilot for it they didn't do an animated series they just did a pilot and it raised a lot of like a lot of people were interested in it and they sold the art book online as a PDF form and it's just like really cool I wanted to ask you about Oh yeah, <laughs> I could. I'll show you on the computer. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. That's, that's it. That's oh, okay. Talk about. Um. Right. Uh, yeah. Um. Let's see what else. Uh. I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah. I think we can wrap it up around. That. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I sounded. Hopefully it was, like, not embarrassing. <laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah. You're, like, so far the shortest interview I've had by far. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Like, if you want to ask more questions. No, like, no, that's cool. Yeah. I think that was, uh, I don't want to squeeze blood out of a stone. Oh. Until, like, when someone stops talking, it's like, okay. Oh, uh, okay. No, I'm also just working off of the question, so, like, Oh, whatever. okay. Uh, thank you, though. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. It's fun. It's always fun to see you on Becky. Thanks for listening. Also, I apologize for episode one. I kind of forgot to add an outro. So, um, here it is. I mean, episode two's anyway. <laughs> uh, well, if you like the show and, and you're a SoundCloud member, um, please, if you would, show some love and give us a like. I'd really appreciate it. All right, have a good one. <laughs>